one two one two you now rocking with the no vultures podcast you got me myself lord rap you got og cleat in my left what up you got corner barber who's on his way missing in action you got yay leon sitting in his seat and uh you got noonie over there in the back Hi. <laughs> uh but today we got some very 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 special guests you know these people have done something and, and we coming up on black history month they have actually made black history and they are young um, you know, they um, got a dispensary out here in Oakland, California called Blunts and More. You know, it is the first, don't let me say it wrong. The first um, equity-owned dispensary to open in the nation. Basically. The first equity-owned equity dispensary world. to open in the nation. Yeah, the world. The world. It is black-owned. The, the, the world. In the world. world. In the world. <laughs> we had Blunts and More, Tucky, and we got Bree in the house. So we got Bree Moore and Tucky Blunt, man. Welcome to No Vultures. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it, man. Now, I wanna, I, I don't wanna speed through this part, you know what I'm saying? Cause we all got a history. Shit come full circle. Uh, you know, uh, Tucky is, you know, my people for real, for real, in all years. kind of ways, default, on purpose, however you want to look at it, right? right. It's my people, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. We we shady eighties family. We we schoolmates, you know what I'm saying? We partners in the game, you know what I'm saying? So, um and Bree, you from Atlanta, correct? I am. Yeah, I know that. I've been looking up. <laughs> and uh um how long you been here? I've been here for about a year now, a little uh, over a year. About a year yeah. now. Damn, that's yeah. it. A little over that's it, man. And that's everybody it. running to Atlanta for success. Huh. <laughs> Atlanta doesn't have cannabis. Yeah, yeah. You can't do this. So, so, so I, I kind of know, I, I kind of know Tucky's stories, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get with him in a minute. But I want to ask you, being from Atlanta, mm -hmm. uh, born and raised there. Born in DC. Born in DC. There when I was three years old. Okay, so you from there. Atlanta? From Atlanta, right? Uh, what side? The city of Atlanta, Fulton County, Fulton County. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, how did you, mm -hmm. how did you get into liking weed? Like, did you did you start experimenting, smoking? Did you did you grow up in a family that had a lot of marijuana around, or it's, how did that go? It's funny because unfortunately, you know, like I said, being born in DC, you know what time it was in the eighties. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right. So my family was exposed to a lot of different things, so I was always very anti-drug. Okay. Um, one just day, say no type shit. Right, right. I was like, ah, you know, I see how it destroys lives and this, that, and the third. And so, you know, I was all against it. And one day, you know, to be honest, I caught a little contact high off some cannabis one good night. Okay. You know, when I, was a, when I was a young teenager and it was like, oh, okay. So, okay. you know, there's nothing really wrong with this. So right. I can get with it. But um, it, it's been a long journey from that day to now. To now. Definitely. And this was, uh, how old you say? I said a young teenager. Oh, okay, young teenager. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to just put this, my big brother here. You know, I'm going to just put my shit out there. I've been smoking since I've been smoking. I don't know what, it was elementary school 13. most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the time I got to junior high, Frick, we was really, you know how that shit, that was a, that was we that was a movie yeah, school, like you know, that all kind of shit. East Side High type shit. That Pretty was that, right? right, right. Cars at 14. So, um, and which is crazy, you from DC, right? Because they like got some good laws right now for the cannabis, right? Mm -hmm. I was out there at the Million Man March and I was hiding and shit, and somebody walked up to me like, "Hey, bro, you ain't got to do that." Mm -hmm. I was like, "For real?" In the nation's capital, <laughs> 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 fucking with it like that, right? Man. So, so 
You know they had to legalize it there. Yeah, they did. Not did. Did you get into um, any selling or? I mean, how did you get your weed? You did you ever sell it? Was you? And when you want? But first of all, before I ask you that, when you start wanting to smoke and you got into smoking, you know this because this is how I say you got phases in smoking weed, right? My phase was like. I didn't buy weed for hella long. It was just like, I'm smoking with motherfuckers out right. here on the block. Everybody right. was older than me, right. right? So I'm smoking with motherfuckers. And then when I started wanting to have my own weed at home, like when, when was that moment for you? It took a while. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I basically hung around people who smoked. That's how I got high off contact. So okay. I was like, okay, y'all smoking, I'm smoking. I, I wasn't exactly wanting it per se, but I was down with it when it was around, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, and then by the time I started buying it myself, I was a slightly older teenager. Okay. <laughs> no, I was 14 when I started smoking, but I was about 16 or 17 when I started buying my own. I, I sold it in high school. I used to just make a little quick flip so that basically what I smoked was free. Right. Well, you right, know, right, foolishness. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, nothing, right, nothing, right, right. No feed the family type deal. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. A little tennis shoe money type deal or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and obviously when I was doing that, I never imagined that I would be doing this. Right. Right. Mm. Right. So, so, um, I'm not. I'm gonna come back. I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not gonna because I, I, I'm trying to stay in everybody's early years okay, right now, right? I so, so I'm just. We you know. We know, Tucky. We know what's going on with you, man. A lot of these motherfuckers gonna be watching this. They know how you've been moving. But just for the people who don't know, mm -hmm. tell me what was your introduction to um, weed? Like, what what did you see? So, lifetime for me been a weed thing. Um, my whole family on my mama's side smoked. A whole bunch of people on my daddy's side smoke. My parents are known for cannabis. <laughs> um, and for me, I broke into a diaper bag that I thought was a, a bottle diaper bag, but it wasn't a bottle diaper bag at like uh, about one and a half. Okay. And um, my mom got a picture of and everything. I pulled out every bundle that was in there. <laughs> so oh. I've been around it since I was a kid, but it was always like, Old people in the room smoking, playing dominoes. I'm you know how that shit kitchen. go, right? They're like, get out of here, you're supposed to smell that. Right. Fuck the smell. Y'all see what y'all doing? I want to play bones. Right. But I liked how it smelled, and I figured that if Granny doing it, Mama doing it, Daddy doing it, Auntie doing it, I want to do it one day too. Right. And come 13, Frick Junior High, we had a graduation party. Walked right over to 84th and um, Dallas. There was a party over there. We all over there smoking weed. Somebody passed around a cigarette. Hit it by mistake. That was the worst thing I ever did. I'm like, these are disgusting. <laughs> Let that go. I said, cigarettes ain't for me. I'll take weed. Okay. We were drinking hella drink, alcohol, Thunderbird. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah, we was kids. <laughs> Thunderbird, Kool-Aid, yeah, Cisco, whatever we can get. Whatever we can get. Yeah. But weed for me started at birth, basically. And I started smoking at 13. Started selling at 16. Yeah. So, history. So, so getting into the game, because I know your pops, right? Mm -hmm. He he was a figure that I know, and he used to uh, be real slick with it, right? Mm -hmm. So, how was that? Like, far as your parents, mm -hmm. like when they knew you started selling. Well, shit, when they knew you started smoking, how how was the re response? Cause so, my mom at the time, because I lived with my mom most of my childhood, um, she didn't find out I was smoking until I was about seventeen. I had a little young lady send me a letter from Sacramento. And she went to detail about how we used to fuck and smoke weed together. And that's how my mom found out. Now, this young lady wasn't in jail, right? No. This so, young for lady. all the young motherfuckers, hey. I want y'all to know hey. that. Look at the way hey. 
motherfuckers decided to communicate back then. <laughs> right. Back then, and motherfuckers seen you a letter. Like, a letter that was sad. special. It was like fuck. seven pages. Like, seven pages. <laughs> I never heard these. Seven pages. Not the four pages no, like a right, Like seven. seven. It was so, and that's what my mom said. She's like, it was so thick, I just had to open it. I'm like, what the fuck, mom? Damn. So mom she thought you had a court summary. Man, she thought, about 17 for her. Pops. Probably heard through the grapevine I was doing whatever, but he didn't. Me and him, me and Pop never talked about weed until I was about twenty five, and then twenty eight is when he really realized who I was in the streets at that time. Because we, I just love my dad to death. He taught me other stuff. He didn't right. teach me. That's trees. good. He's also an awesome uh, uh, detailer. Period. He taught me detail. He taught me painting. He taught me how to be there for your family through whatever. You know, through his trials, tribulations, my family, mm-hmm. my mom. He, that was just it. So I found out about, you know, him finding out about weed for me was at about 25. He didn't believe me. He's like, man, you ain't doing this and the other. And then he started hearing it. So he like, okay, you really are. I'm like, yeah, dad, I've been, I've had clients since I was 16 that still want to buy weed now. That come to our store. So your, your dad, natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your dad, I consider him my OG TB because let me, I got to say this, man. And this man is a witness and all them niggas outside is a witness. Man. He started off coming outside just training his dog and shit. I think it was like some Asians stayed there before him, right? He would come outside and he would do these signs and signals and shit. And his dog was raw. I'm like, Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Yep. I'm like, what's Rot- up with this dude, man? But he would smoke fat ass joints, right? And it's like when Blunts just got popping. Yeah. Right, cause so what happened was Lime. He was like, "What, what y'all smoking out of?" I'm like, "Blunts." Right? He used to get Lime to rolling one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like, I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause he used to leave us with his joints. He had fat yeah, ass yeah, t- old school yeah. tailors, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He used to just leave it. He come hit it a couple times, do some symbols with his dog, and he was gone. Right? <laughs> So line started rolling in blunts and, and his weed was always hella good. So naturally motherfuckers asking questions, right? And he uh <laughs> he started fucking with line, right? But he was so slick. Hmm. So under I mean this man was like amazing. I thought he was the slickest nigga on the planet, right? He had gold braces, he had a taper like a youngster, he was he was just slick, a clean dude, right? And uh and he had some dope. And we and and, and me and you talked about it before. We used to give him hand signals, like, and just, you got to look the other way, act like nothing happened. He comes drop your package off. You know what I'm saying? So I can see that you naturally got it from, it's like, th- this story is amazing to me. It's like full circle, like, we at Frick smoking, you going into the weed business on your own. It's like, imagine if Al Capone or them motherfuckers, well, they do tell their stories, but pre-prohibition and how that shit was, this shit got to be documented. It ain't nothing embarrassing about it to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit is not selling crack. It ain't, it ain't yeah. the same. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, so when did Pops like start acknowledging you, like for real? Like, so he know what you're doing. He hearing about what you got going on. When did he start being like, or giving you, maybe giving you advice in the game, or just saying anything about it? So, 2008, my youngest daughter was born, and uh, I just told, bro, we were staying in a house of his in the 80s. And um, he knew I was growing, so when I moved there, first thing he said, "Well, we're growing in my house." Big ass garage in the back, bro. So set it up, ran the power under the house, free power in the back, all the shit, dug the trench, everything. 
I just called him over one day. I said, Dad, I'm going to show you something. He came over, we opened the garage. He was like, he's like, you really? I was like, look, let's sit down and talk. We sat down right in the room, chopped it up. I'm like, this is what I do, Pops. Like, I went to school for this. I went to Oaksterdam. Like, I'm not just selling weed just to sell weed. I'm like, it's a business for me. And he was like, I got to right. respect it. Right. And that was it. It was, do your thing. Man. Now, for the record, I'm not passing because I got the sniffles, so I don't want y'all to no, 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 that's good. No, no, I'm no, talking no. To, to the people. Okay. Oaksterdam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the dude that started that? I forgot the white boy name. The white boy um, name. But is it true that he gave, when they was really start tripping the feds, that he gave those businesses to his employees? Like a lot of that shit downtown? So when I left, I graduated from Oaksterdam March of 09. We was one of the, we was third or fourth class that they had. When we left, everything was still good. Okay. So all that stuff that happened with the feds, I have no idea what happened because we was gone by then. Okay. So I think that might have been how it went, but a lot of people that were there when I was there are gone except Dale Scott. She's one of the last people that's still there. Good lady, real, real good lady. So it's still going right now? Yeah, Oaksterdam's still going right now. You can still go down there and get classes and everything. And all our so, staff, once we up and rolling, get to go there for free. So, so Bree. Yes, sir. The move to California. Hmm. How did that come about? Man, it's and, so- wait, and was it cannabis that brought you to California? Hmm. It's the longest story, and I'm going to make it short as possible. Um, worked at an investment firm for 10 years, operations. Hated what I did. Okay. Had the opportunity to, to buy into dispensaries in uh, Denver. Okay. Wait, through your job? No, no, no. No, just the opportunity. Just a random opportunity. Okay. Felt like, okay, I can apply what I know from doing this to something I actually love to care about. Um, be a little less stressed out. Okay. So, moved to Denver. Uh, I didn't want to just have ownership in situations. I wanted to know how to run a place. I didn't want to just walk in and just you know, be told whatever and, and have to do whatever if you get my drip. Right. So I'm like, okay, I go in humbly from, you know, operations at Morgan Stanley to a situation where I'm making eleven dollars an hour to, to bud ten. You know what right. I mean? And it, it was tough. It was definitely a lot of struggle, a lot of a lot of difficult times. You know, being from Atlanta moving somewhere like Denver was also very difficult. So you actually bud tended in Denver. Yeah. I started did, did, you know, I'm starting to find out a lot more people was bud tenders that really cause yeah. motherfuckers thinking that they gonna get the information and jump up and get no, a dispensary. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to know the, the, in, the in and out of every yeah. single moment of running a dispensary. I even watched y'all hiring process. I, right. I, I watched the people like, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers is experts. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, people yeah. in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. they good. Sure. Definitely. You have to be able to, to know what you're doing, what you're selling. You have to know every aspect of this business. You can't just walk in because you've done something else somewhere else and say you know how this works. It doesn't work. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so, long story short, I worked my way up to a general manager position of a couple of different dispensaries pretty quickly because of my operations experience and was able to apply it there. And then just learned as much as possible, soaked it up. The deals that I went to Denver for didn't go through. They weren't the best, you know, idea for me. Um, They weren't in my best interest. And so, it was like, okay, well, I don't really want to stop doing what I came here to do. Like, I love this. I'm good at it. You know what I mean? The numbers that I was able to create at that store... Um, with very little resources were incredible. You know what I'm saying? I increased right. revenue over 188% on average. Wow. So, and this is daily. This is not monthly, annually. This is daily. And so I knew I was good at that shit. I'm like, okay, I want to do it still. Um, long story short, we saw Desley Brooks on Vice. You know what I mean? And she now, was just talking now, about... Now, 
you saw Desley Brooks mm -hmm. on Vice. On Vice. You're in Denver. I'm in Denver. I'm just watching TV. I'm watching Weed a Kid or, or Bonga Petite or something. Just watching. Now casual, I, watching I'm TV. not. I'm not gonna lie, cause I'm a part of. I'm, I'm a part of these sheep, right? <laughs> and I watch Vice all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I don't know. Like I don't know if I would have seen that if my. But you watched that, cause I'm. I'm. I'm making the, my point is. Right. All a lot of people that's gonna be watching this is from around here. Right. And we sleep, y'all. I mean, just straight up, like. But go ahead. I just, I just, it fucked me up. Like, okay. I'm like, okay, you in Denver watching Desley Brooks on yeah, Vice, yeah, yeah. and you pop up with a club. And okay. She, she, long story short, you know, she, she was talking about giving minorities the opportunity to, to own dispensaries, and so I was with my mom. My mom is a paralegal at a um, cannabis business law firm. I like your mom. I, I appreciate she that. Told me I was she, uh -huh. she told me I was handsome. She told me I was handsome. I don't know if you remember, but I came in the club and it was like the soft grand opening. And she and she was like, No, ain't nobody helping him. And she stopped you and she was like, Mama, I'm, I'm doing something. What are they, like, what did they like? You? She lit, though. Well, she's, a, she's a senior paralegal at a cannabis business law firm. So she did all the compliance stuff, I did all the operations oh, stuff. Wow. And so she basically, um, we saw the TV and then we kind of looked at each other it was like a movie. We, you know, hit the, did you hear her kind of thing? We rewound it and she basically was saying, was saying everything we ever dreamt of. And so my mom grabbed her laptop. It's a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what you doing? She's like, you know what I'm doing. I'm sending her yeah. an email. We got to meet with her just off the straight and wanted to say, hey, thank you for your initiative. We appreciate it. You know, I'm just going to shake your hand for five minutes. And she ended up inviting everything, us to everything else that she was doing for the rest of the weekend to push the initiative. And so there were a couple of things that she had, you know, to fight for and go around. People don't understand, you know, they talk about the program, but what they don't realize is you can't go into a political situation and get every single thing you want. Right. You have right, to be right. able to give and bend and, and, and to get the most of what you can out of a situation. So the program obviously, you know, is an incredible start and incredible foundation. Are there things that can help it? Hell yeah, she knows that she fought for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so to be able to meet her and see what she had going on and what she wanted to do and, and just for her to invite us to be a part of that process was incredible. Um, we went back to Denver. We sat in front of the TV a couple months later watching Hit the Floor, watch it pass. <laughs> so we were like, oh shit, like yeah. this is really, really about to be what it is. Like we gotta go, you know right. what I'm saying? Like right. we, we gotta go. And so my mom moved here. I continued to general, uh, be the general manager of my spot. Oh just to continue God. to learn and grow, you know what I mean? And figure out as much as possible. Now I'm just like searching for knowledge instead of casually yeah. coming across it, you know? And um, we came here, man, I had someone, so we were looking for, for someone to help us out because the way the program is meant to work out is, is to be in favor of someone who went through whatever in Oakland. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. It's not for me from Atlanta to come in, but what about now? Mind you, I'm on my own path and have my own dream, my own whatever, right. but this is meant for someone from Oakland. So we reached out to the people that we had here, just asking some, some, some of the people, do you have people that fit this criteria? You know what I'm saying? They're reaching out, they're trying to help these people in Oakland. Do you have someone that can fit that role? Got a couple of people. My mom hit me. She's like, yo, so-and-so wants, wants us to meet this dude. His name is Alfonso Blunt. I said, wait, what? <laughs> she said his name is Alfonso Blunt. Some guy, but I said, wait, his name is what? Like, I'm like, I don't even really care about nothing else you're talking about. His name is Alfonso Blunt. Right. She said, yeah. I said, man, his last name is Blunt, for real? Yeah. I'm, I'm still, and she looking like, oh, damn, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, we about to have a dispensary. I hadn't even met this man yet. 
But I know how my path has been going, and it's been going in the right direction, and everything that I've applied to this situation has been beneficial. And so I know that everything that sits on my path, not everything, that's not fair. Majority of the things that sit mm-hmm. on my path are meant to be. And for this man's last thing to be blunt, what? <sighs> then I met him? What? Wow. You in the city like that? You did this and that? Oh, so damn, you grew, you know this one, you know that one, you worked in the city, blah, 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 blah. You willing to do this? You willing to do that? What? Wow. What you doing for the rest of your life, shorty? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know can we go, can we go make this happen? And, um, and that's what we've been doing. That's, so cannabis did bring me here, very long story short. Okay. But I said I was going to make it short, I lied. That's a beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, upon y'all meeting, um, you said y'all hit it off. Yeah. Right? And uh, so, what did you think of Bree when you. Well, first of all, how did you know that call was going to happen and how did that go? So, for me personally, at the time, I didn't know shit. I was working at Tesla. They had called me off the street from detailing, seen some of my stuff, and wanted me to be a detail, uh, detail trainer. So I negotiated. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Hold on. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I don't let motherfuckers get past nothing, right? <laughs> so for everybody that been seeing this nigga on Instagram, right? This was Proud Papa's detail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? This man, um, I like to commend my folks and give them their credit because yes. he was putting just as much work in with that shit and being a father and a family man as he does his business when you see him out here the nigga can be he can be abrasive you know what i'm saying because he's serious about his business and i like that shit mm-hmm. you know you got to go after it right That's so i just wanted to stop you right there and say tesla caught, got in contact with you mm-hmm. In contact with me because of your detail to be a trainer, though. Negotiated my own pay, bam, I was in. Uh, started in September, I got a call in October of last year. Uh, not last year, it's gonna be another year now. By October 17th, uh, Mike Marshall called me, uh, singer, I got five on it, um, rumors, all that. Yeah. Homeboy of mine met him about three years ago from sending him seeds, just. Followed him through Yuck, because Yuck, my nigga, I said, oh, that's dude. I like him. He growing. Let me send me some seed. Build a relationship. Cool. He hit me Let's slow down one more time. Okay. This is, I got five on it, right? Right. No disrespect to Yuck. No disrespect to none. But that song would not have been. What it is. What it was without Mike Marshall. Am I correct for all the motherfuckers? A million percent. Right? I got five on like I don't even know if that shit can be sung by anybody else. <laughs> I don't even know if it can be it's perfect, right? right. It's right. perfect. It's the per and once again, also, it is a weed song. Period. Right. They will never die. The man <laughs> that's singing the hook for the multi platinum mm-hmm. song, I got five on it. It's calling you about some cannabis business. Yes. In legal cannabis business mm-hmm. in Oakland. Yes. And you've been sending him seeds and buds. Just, and that's a good relationship off that. We linked up. Just, I'm a cool dude. You know me. Everybody mind should be like this. So, <laughs> so he, right. he hit me and he called me. First thing out of his mouth he said was, of course, hey, how you doing? Because I'm real big on speaking. You know, if I ever text you, I'll say blessed whatever day it is. Right. I don't do no, you know, speak to me first when you text me. But he called me and said, hey, he don't smoke. He said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> mind, I'm good. He said, you ever caught a case in Oakland? I looked at the phone. I'm like, what the fuck he asked me that for? But I'm like, 
why? <laughs> so he proceeded to tell me why, and he said some key words that I heard while we were in Oaksterdam. He used the word reformation. When he said that, I pulled up my laptop that I got from Tesla, and I started typing it in. And as he's talking, I'm typing, put up the equity program, looking, seeing it all. I'm still listening, but I'm looking like, damn, they're really going to make a way for people to get clubs. So as he talking, like, man, I got some people, da 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 I'm like, well, I'm poor. So what do you need out of me? I'm like, I'm making whatever I'm making at Tesla, but I'm poor, bro. So what you, you know, what you need from me? He was like, they don't need nothing. They just need you to call the case and all, live in Oakland a certain <laughs> amount of time, and I think that was it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'll go, I'll go meet with him. He gave me Faye, her mom, gave me her number. I called her. She told me briefly about what they were doing. I was like, all right, cool, 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 sound legit. But I still was like, whatever, it's going to be some bullshit. I ain't going to lie. Huh. Um, told my wife about it, my right-hand man. She know I go for all things go through the ward. And she was like, fuck it, it can't hurt. I'm like, right, it can't. We link mm -hmm. up. I bring my youngest daughter with me. We meet a Red Robin in Concord. I offered them food that didn't want none. They just wanted water. Got it right down to business. <laughs> like later, business. <laughs> they left. Me and Lil Mama ride home. I'm like, what you think about them? She's like, I like them. Bree's really tall. <laughs> like, yeah, they're cool. I'm like, that's she's her nice and she's friendly. Yeah, she was like, that's cool. So what y'all got going on? I said, we might get in the business together, blah, blah, blah. She's my youngest daughter. had met Mike Marshall before, so she knew that whole link. So she was like, oh, okay. And I was great. I, Bree, as soon as we met, it was an instant life. Like we knew each other forever. Like it was some weird shit. It, it was just straight. I knew she could pick up on stuff that I hadn't done in years. And then I knew she knew her shit. Yeah. And then I also knew with her knowing her shit, I knew what I could, you know, bring to the table, what I could learn, blah, 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 blah. And it just, it clicked. We really just hit it off. Like it couldn't be, I don't really know no way to describe it because it just, it, it, it was it. It was instant. Yeah. It was instant. So, so when y'all met, and y'all hit it off like that. Mm -hmm. What's the what's the timeline from actually meeting, going through the process, and actually opening? Less than two months. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna say, okay. yeah. say till opening. A little over here. A little over here. And two months to get. Okay, now explain to the people about two this months. equity program oh, okay. and, the, and and the lottery and shit. How this shit work? So basically, they had over a hundred people apply for the equity license. So the equity license basically says someone with these situations, someone who's been arrested for cannabis, or somebody who lives in an area that's been heavily affected by arrest for cannabis, they are eligible. And so there are eight licenses in total that they're giving out for retail space, and four of them have to go to people that have been through these situations. And so they have to get 50% of the license. So no okay. matter what, you have to get half of the license, half of that is yours. Now, the best way for the program to work, long story short, is for you to link up with somebody that can teach you how to do the shit, and you can be a part of the business or whatever. Or if you just want to take a check and go home. But, I mean, right. it's for people who really want to be in the industry, basically. Um, and so, out of the hundred and some odd people that applied, 36 made it through the program, basically. Oh, it's not the program, I'm sorry. 36 made it through um, to be able to start the program. They okay. were eligible to, to go into the lottery. And so, the lottery had... 36 balls in a, a little wheel, you know what I mean? And, and Tucky got there first. Let me back up. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a quick second. I'm driving. I'm panicking, right? Because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like riding around in circles downtown trying to find parking. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know how that goes. 
I get to the point where, Lord, forgive me, I'm damn near cussing God, and I'm like, stop playing with me. You know I need to get this dispensary. I need to find a parking spot. I'm going, him, but I'm like, I'm getting irritated. I make a right after this. I make a right, <laughs> and I park because somebody pulls out the spot, and I'm like, we're about to get a dispensary. I walk in. He already picked the ball. I was like, I know he picked the right one. You know what I'm saying? I just like, everything just felt calm and like it's, it's happening, it's right, it's gonna happen. So they put 36 balls in a wheel and the last four of them are the ones that get the dispensary. You know, it's not the first four. Okay. So you wanna be someone who doesn't get called until it's the last four. Wow. So for the 32 people are getting called, I'm panicking, he's chill, right? Around 20, so they're counting count down, you know, 36, 35, 34, 33. Around 20, I calmed down. He starts tripping. Like, my energy, like, our energy shifted. Like, yeah. I calmed down, he starts tripping. He's like, oh, sis, we should've, da, da, da. we should've, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, I feel you. But we about to walk out of here with a spencer. And this man said, you're right. And sat there and chill. And we just chill. People are going nuts. Every time that number gets called, fuck. Number gets called, god damn, people slamming stuff on the yeah. ground. People because <laughs> as it's getting closer, you really feel like you about to be that one. And as I'm hearing them all spaz out, I'm like, that's not going to be us, bro. Like, I'm looking at this man. I'm knowing who he is. I'm knowing what I know about him just off of meeting him. Like he said, it felt instant. Like, this wasn't yeah. just like a, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? This yeah. was like, this is it. You right. know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, man, I know him. I know my spirit, my soul, what I've done in my community. I know who we are as people. And I know we met for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And so... Because of that, I'm not worried anymore. And they uh, they called number five, and it wasn't us. That meant the last four, oh, we in there. Oh my God. And he jumped up, said, praise Yahweh. I crouched down, started crying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was crazy, man. And so I, cold. Sorry to cut you off. No, you out of all the four people, balls that was left, none of the other people were there. So the city picked all their balls. I'm the only one picked an actual ball. Oh, wow. For the shit other people that won. Wow. Yeah. Only one. Yeah. And then I fucked around and rewatched it. Like, watched the tape. I don't know if you have you watched it. You still haven't watched it? The tape no, thing. man. So I, I can't watched the tape. It was so fucking crazy. And you know how I feel about the Heavenly Father. How I feel everything is done. We're just walking a path to get to it. Our ball was sitting on top of the balls. You can see it on the camera. Clear as day, I-26 on top of the balls in three instances on the camera. There's two times where the balls dropped out and the lady hadn't rolled it. Well, she had to put balls back in and re-roll. There's another time she rolled and two balls dropped out and it was only supposed to be one. So it was hell of times. And then from 15 to 5, we had an I. It was bingo ball, so we had I-26. From 15 to 5, it was five eyes that got picked out of the whole thing. From 15 to 5, three of them got caught. Damn. They fucking around and would have had to man, take me to the hospital. Come on, man. man. It was dest- that was some man. destiny shit. Like, yeah, it was destiny. There was no... Nothing gonna change that. Nothing gonna change that. So, once you get the, the lottery part over with, now you're eligible to enter the program. And so now you have 90 days to find a space. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, you gotta go hunting for property, basically. Yeah. Get an LOI and a, a letter of intent saying that you plan on getting a lease with this person at least to start the process. Y'all didn't bullshit. Y'all so, got Napa. Yeah, man. We had to run around and make it happen. And so we, we started that process. And luckily, um, everything kind of just fell into place. Obviously, there were hurdles to jump over. You know what I'm saying? Things to avoid, people to avoid. Um, what's the, what's the zoning like for that? So, 
we're in a green zone. Basically, they have certain zones and certain areas that basically say you can have a cannabis uh, retail space here. And is it in? It, are any of them uh, a certain distance from each other? Yeah, they have to be. Uh, I think six hundred feet away in Oakland. Oh, okay, that ain't bad. Not, yeah, it's a few bad. blocks type deal, or yeah, whatever. But yeah. we we picked a location that many people aren't really going to at this moment. We're seeing some people try to pop up, you know, coming soon. But. They trying to get you know, and I, I I'm glad you got a real Oakland person on your team, man. I, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta we gotta believe in a higher spirit, right? Whatever your belief is, because at the end of the day, you could have got some cornball gentrifier who said, I wanna go uptown with it, you don't know, woo 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 and you kinda gotta follow the lead, right? Uh, yeah, but I feel you. That yeah, could happen. You, you know what I'm saying? But you got you got you got uh, you got a real cat from out here, like you know, everybody that talks about this shit said, By the Coliseum? Like what the fuck across like it, it, never in my life would I have thought you know what I mean like hell no so how did you guys pick that location like you can't go wrong right there man let me take this yeah man yeah. so just throughout the trial and tribulation being offered to be bought out I think the highest offer I heard was two million different people try to buy you out I wouldn't I wasn't gonna do that the whole point to me the program was for us to have the store yeah if i let you buy me out and you have the store and, that's and your it, store. if it ain't so working then why do you want to buy yeah, it for yeah, two million yeah they want to buy the license, so buy the license. Like, if you like master p said back in the day if you want to offer me two million what is really worth so right. we already knew that was out people wanted their percentages out um our thing was trying to find location we found some places that was cool then they found some places that weren't cool uh, we found some people that had liens on their property but was trying to rent it wow. all kind of just weird don't speak don't speak you know, all kind of weirded out <laughs> shit um, and with the day we got the license, it was one particular, um, so as soon as we got the license, I get, get up, praise Yahweh, hallelujah, she crying over there. I get bum rushed by everybody in the room. Can we invest? Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? So I'm taking it all in. A young man, well, I didn't know who it was at the time, come hand me a folder and was like, hey, you know, I know you're getting bum rushed, but you know, take my folder. So I'm stuffing all the other people's shit in his folder. That folder is our bro people, Grizzly Pete. And I just set it on my floor and we kept doing what we were doing, calling these people, calling that people, going through the motions, getting pissed off. And I just kept seeing their folder on the floor. And I finally was like, I knew at that time when I got their folder where their, where their location was mm -hmm. for the Oakland value of it. But my team did. So I'm looking at them the whole time like, okay, this is cool. This might, this really might be the, the shit. You know what I mean? But I was trying to go through all options. We had went through all options, and we called them, and shit, that's where we at. We got a growth partner. Damn. And a building. So is that that that's the grower, or that is that exclusive to y'all club? Are y'all are you guys exclusive to each other? No, there's no exclusivity. No exclusive. Um, they grow for us, but they grow for other people in the industry as well, mm -hmm. and then they also have their own brand. So is it designed for dispensaries to grow their own product? The program can be yes. The program, but not the pro. So the pr prior to that, I know people would take vendors, right? Mm -hmm. All vendors. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you guys take vendors also, mm -hmm. but you grow your own thing exclusively through Grizzly Peak. Mm -hmm. Grizzly mm -hmm. Peak. Okay. Mm -hmm. Grizzly Peak Farms. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, Correct. And uh, how's how's that relationship? It's good. It's good. It's good. good. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like that, man. It's, it's like, man, it's, it's like you should be a vendor, right? I mean, you know, we'll fuck with you, right? You get your shit together, man. Yeah. So, so, um, so, um, now, 
So people want to, people don't have nothing to, in comparison, right? When they look at y'all, mm-hmm. they don't have nothing to look at besides Burner, the obvious, right? right? right. In the situation that Burner has, in the situation that you guys in, what, what, what would be the difference? Just for the average person that don't know, like, in consumer-wise, like, I'm, I, like, Burner got a brand. He's been doing it for a while. Is it the cookie brand, or is he a dispensary owner? Like, how does that work? And does San Francisco have the same thing going on? So he's a dispensary owner, and he also has a brand. Okay. Um, he used to have a group of people that grew for him that created that brand with him. Um, it's hard for me to speak to, and forgive my ignorance, it's hard for me to speak to our differences with Burner because I don't know enough about him as a person. I know about the brand. Yeah, and that's what I mean um, about the business. I think for me, what I can say, and I hope I'm not misstepping when I say this, is I don't know what his efforts are personally. I think for me, I want Blunson Moore to be a part of the community. I don't want us just to be a brand. I want us to be a staple in the community. I want us to be a place that provides opportunity. A family. Provides medicine, provides a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Provides uh, different things that the neighborhood needs, you know what I'm saying? The community needs, whoever needs, wherever we go, whatever lives we touch, I want to add something to it. And so I obviously have to build a brand to be able to do that. But I, I don't want the brand to be the focus. I want it to be the tool, if that makes sense. That makes perfect, that makes sense. perfect sense. And speaking of branding and the brand, you guys, I have to bring this up because that's important. The name. Tell people about the name because, I, I mean, it's not really obvious. At first, it wasn't obvious yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. But, but you know what? I was like, this is... Yeah, go ahead. It looks so... It looks so... It looks good right. next to I mean, Target that's how and much. Walmart... Hey, that's how much they was destined to be. Right, right, yeah. right. Because right. <laughs> it sounds like a place where you could buy a paraphernalia. Right, right, right. right. First well, that's what everyone thought. Right. Yeah. Literally. Man, everyone. I look at it like that. When I first, I mean, I'm just now, I'm catching it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Knowing your name and you. Right. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all tell it. So we just... We had actually going to call all kind of different names. We went through all kind of whole list. All yeah. kind of list. And then I'll never forget... My wife said, uh, why y'all just use y'all names? She didn't use the and. She was just like, once more or something like that. So, me and sis talked about it, and we had went more blunts. And I was like. No, was it more blunts? It was more blunts. Oh, we, with we that had all the other yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, sis, I ain't being funny. I ain't being no kind of put me in front type thing. But I said, if it's more blunts, it's going to seem like all we got is blunts. I said, if we do blunts and more. It'd be like we got blunts and a whole lot of other shit. I didn't pay attention to more being two O's. Two O's. Yeah. I did not. We I was like, oh, you're selling Man. swishers and shit. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right. and, and scales and saying. shit. Right. Right. You don't pay attention to the spelling. You just read you just it. Read it. And, you know then and then the happy face. I'm like, man. And, and for the fact, I said they would not put a dispensary here. But go ahead. Go ahead. So... That's just, we looked at it. The only concern with sis was the S on the name. She was like, that's not your name. My name is, you can see my name, but yours is, I said, sis, it's a fucking S. I wanted it to be his name. You and understand I told what I'm saying? What? I the understand. way I thought about it it, it, it was important to me. Like, I want your name on the fucking building with mine. You know what I'm saying? But the way I thought about it was, it's the Blunts. The right. Blunt family. It's right. the blunts and, and that's exactly what she so said. I can live with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, nah, bro, I want it to be your uh, name. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I told her, I'm like, 
if that's your reasoning, fine. But for me yeah, personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fuck about that. <laughs> I have a dispensary <laughs> in Oakland, right. right, 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 right. Right. with Collins all of my last name on No, no, no. <laughs> when they find out it's me, right, they right, don't right, know right, what's right, up. Right, right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's I'm like, I, ain't I worried was, about it. I was just happy I was able to find a way to justify it. You know what I'm saying? I felt good about that. Like, okay. Can I tell y'all this? Listen, with this business, I mean, damn. (laughs) Once again, it's the perfect marriage, right? Because I see y'all all all over this shit, right? Right. I see your background and your business background. I see your background. I see all that shit sprinkled all over this business professional. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I would have hated one of these slick-ass niggas I know to get it first. Because they would have been kind of trying to cut corners. They would have fucked it, Fuck up. it up. They would have said, we're never letting these motherfuckers in the room again. Ever. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that shit. Right. They trying to run. Fake dope out the back. And, you know what I mean? It, it's more, not. Right. It would have been more about I, myself. Right. And that's just some Oakland shit. That's some Oakland shit. Yeah. So me, personally, I like the way y'all, like, y'all did it for the people, too, man. Like, y'all did it correctly. Like, the way that shit is running and how it's just a well-oiled machine. I was walking in that motherfucker like... I just don't got no critiques. This shit is this shit is nice. You know what I'm saying? From just the way it's set up, and then I watched it process for. I still did not know you had shit to do with this, and and nobody. But when you start posting the signs and shit, I still didn't know. And let me tell you something. I gotta be honest. It's the same nigga mentality. You wouldn't have been able to tell me. It was no hater shit, but right. a, a, a person not going to even tell you this. That's why I know you ain't no hate. I was like, damn, so what, he finna manage this motherfucker? I'm yeah. still no. not seeing oh, no. blunts. Nigga, I was asked. Yeah. I was asked. People <laughs> thought with all my t-shirt shit, they thought I was just promoting shirts for the store. Yeah. They uh, thought I was, um, everything but her. They said, oh, you bud tending there? I had all kind of questions, but if <laughs> you ask that question, I just let them believe it. Yeah, but I just, I just got to be honest, because you know, that's a, that's some shit that we all need to correct. I should have already been thinking about you being a boss. You've been doing exactly. shit your own and having your own business. I shouldn't have never doubted it, but I honestly was like, damn, this nigga finna run this motherfucker. But a lot of people didn't know about the I don't program. think you just tired to just... Niggas don't be having clubs. And when you say that, now one more time, I, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if y'all said it, just for the record, because we got to note this before we get out of here. What are you guys and your percentages in this business? Because everybody needs... Motherfuckers still on here like, oh, what, they gave them a third? Nah, tell these motherfuckers what's going on, man. This ain't no bullshit. No, this is black-owned fully by this guy talking and this lady next to him. There's no... She know my word I want to use, but I can't use it. But there's no other race dangling any strings. There's no other ownership. There's no other... This is us. This is a fully black-owned... Dispensary. Shout out to Desley Brooks because yeah. you went hard for this, man. man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't even know what type of no critiques store. I would have of her. Is this Desley Brooks you district? You know this her district. It's been our Let me tell district. you something. I'm not going to lie. And Sweet see, this, this is what I do because I came into journalism. I had some critiques of Desley Brooks. Only this thing. Next to Arroyo, they had a Habitat for Humanity house. It was on the news. Everybody built it. Ah, we out here. This motherfucker stayed abandoned for forever, right? So I, I, 
and just me being in my mindset, I don't know the backstory. I don't right, know right. if something went wrong. I'm not faulting Desley Brooks, mm-hmm. but her name was all over it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And sometimes you get attached to shit, right. you know, and you don't you don't have nothing personally to do it. But this right here, <laughs> you rectify. I love you. You rectified yeah. anything that I thought was wrong. Now, Larry Reed, you need to holler. But oh. that's another thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Leave Larry yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry, Larry, you need to holler, man. You always got them hats on like Frankie Beth. Man. Oh, man. Uh-huh. We got a hat like that. Not approve this he wear, yeah, you wear a hat like that. No. Yeah. But uh, I'm talking about my hat. It's a nice hat. I was admiring it earlier. So, 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 um, what's the plans, man, for the future of, of the club? What's where? Where are we going with it? Is this yeah, like? Man, is this you, like? Is it? Is it more? And 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 and. I don't. I don't mean to make it a two-part no, question because cool, I, I get caught up in my thoughts all, all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Is it a um? And you with a business background, mm-hmm. is it? it uh, is it like all business? Well, majority of uh, independent-owned. I don't say. I won't say small because that ain't no fucking small business to me. It is a small, business. A small business. It is, but it it will be. I mean, well, sometimes small business is in. Is not in big. Uh, what am I trying to say? A name like that, it's gonna be the next wall. No, I'm not even talking about the store itself, but I'm talking about the cannabis business is so on the rise. It would be like telling me if they gave y'all part of Nike. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. But my question is, is it in the red? I mean, does it start off like other businesses in the red, and then you see your big profits later? So are y'all still invested? Have y'all came? I mean, well, we know how you got it, but it's still an investment because they giving y'all the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. So you can fuck it up. You, y'all could have came a whole different type of way. You oh, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Fucked it up. Yeah. So how 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 does that work? For me personally speaking, selling weed is easy. Selling cannabis is easy. I don't mean just in the sense of just us having a store, location, whatever. I'm saying just in general for me, it's about the education. Right. And what we can do with this platform to educate and get more brown people in these positions of ownership, not just being bud tenders, not just being security, doing internships for kids that want to learn about cannabis, how to set up the grow labs, not just smoke weed. So for me, the weed and the selling all that is one thing, but it's about the education and showing that we can Bar do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Period. Yeah. So sis, I know she has pretty, you know, got her own take too, but that's for me. It's about the education piece. I mean, I agree with that 1,000%. Um, I just want to take off and be able to use this as a platform and do all kinds of good, basically. I mean, I could go on all night about what that entails, but... I want to be on NASDAQ. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to, I want to, I want to see us <laughs> at the stock market digging the bell. Man, like, that, hey, you I mean, know what, man? Corner the barber in the building, man. Hey, 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 listen, I want to so, tell so, y'all so, something. He's not hey, always... That very well happen. He not always the there when you call, but he always on time. <laughs> but 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 yeah, go ahead. No no no, but uh, I just I just want us to be able to do some things. I want us to be you know obviously to finally live comfortably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know I'm not gonna say like I just want to just get everything I've ever got you know to to this cherry and that cherry. But I want to do a lot of things for people. I want I want to be able to be the person I didn't have when I was coming up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I I want to be able to use this platform to do some good and. Um, as far as opening a business, it's like any other business. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. you get in the red and everything. It's like anything else. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. dumping every single penny back into it mm-hmm. until it starts, you know, becoming a lucrative situation. So, absolutely. You do what you do to get out of it and uh, 
Now, 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 being business owners now, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of things that y'all probably fought for before, like uh, salaries and all that type of shit. Now that you have to pay people, mm-hmm. and minimum wage and all that is going up. Mm-hmm. Where we at with it? Do 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 you as a dispensary pay above? Do y'all treat y'all? I, I, one thing that I do know is they get forty percent. As a discount, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's and, crazy. And we pay them above, above industry standards, yes. basically. Yes. You know what I mean? Which obviously is above uh, minimum wage. Minimum wage yeah. But we yeah, pay them yeah, above yeah. industry standards. And, you know, as we start making more money, we'll make sure that they get more money as well. You know, and, they're, and they're the ones that are bringing it in. So we want to put it back and in their pocket. Into it. You said what? Happened? Not buying to it. Like, I'm, I missed something back when you said for us to. Uh, Put money back into their pockets. What strain no. did we smoke? What did we smoke? Man, you don't smoke. I don't you don't smoke. miss that on the good strains, y'all. That's what's going on. I'm talking about the equity, like it's. That was some silver. We're smoking all kinds of shit. What did I miss out on, man? I thought something about dealing with the king. Was he the only one that, as far as. Hey, it would take a dispensary owner to stop the shit and say, what do we So, basically, most of our staff is from Oakland. Um. If not, they're very close, obviously. Gotcha. But I'm um, cool, baby. Thank you, though. Okay. Most of our staff is from Oakland, but um, they don't necessarily get uh, a part of the actual license. But what we do is we, what I was saying about pockets, I think you heard me say, basically we try to put money back into their pockets. And I'm just saying that they're the ones that make our money. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones who are out there selling the product and whatever have you. When they bring that money back to us, I want to be able to increase their, their, uh, Compensation, basically. Gotcha. I want to. I want to gotcha. make sure that they're paid we do, you know, enough to feel like this. I want to be here and I feel valued and I feel right. appreciated gotcha. and I want to stay here and I want to continue to learn and grow because the more that I learn and grow, the more I grow this business, the more this business, this you know, business puts into strong. me. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what I want to be. I, I, I want to be a place that that continues to invest in the people that work in there. And then you know, if they have other opportunities somewhere else, we'll definitely. We're not haters. Push them and encourage them to be able to do those things as well. I think that's gonna win. I think y'all got the winning formula. Can I can I backtrack? Can I backtrack real quick? Cause there's some information I want to cover. So like the um the um the part of yeah I don't want to show that Patron in there because they ain't paying us. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, y'all come with some bread. We, 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 we drink it, but yeah. we will put some rock on the table regardless. But Diddy sent us a check. You know what I'm saying? We right. fucking with black on right now. Right. No disrespect to nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wrong with it. Yeah, but I I want to I want to uh, I want to roll back and ask y'all about you know I'm gonna hit everything. Right. Uh, I got dispensary owners in here. Right. Black on. Right. Um, so black look, on. so listen, I I, I want to ask y'all. Um, damn, what the fuck was I talking about? You was talking about Judy. Okay, right. All of them. I asked them. Oh one. no, I caught it. I caught it. Okay, okay. I'm talking about the pro the program. Okay. So in the in the program, did did y'all have the opportunity to get this? How does it work as far you can get a dispensary, uh, some type of testing lab, and other things or um, right, right, delivery? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So so y'all could have took that what y'all got and got anything or everything is what I'm trying to say. We could have done we could have done both. We could have got everything, but basically, long story short, they're trying to put a cap on everything. There's a thing called a micro business. 
and you're able to get several businesses under one license so you don't have to pay for each license individually that's what i mean yeah. but they want to put a cap on top of it so that it's not for big businesses to come in and say okay we got a bunch of money we're gonna just you know do it the cheap way they want it to be for people who are already established and are going through the regulations they want them to be able to survive all the big guys coming in okay and so because of that they put on a cap on it the plans that we have for our retail space alone would beat that cap so it doesn't okay. make sense to have that plus other businesses because then we'd have to apply for separate licenses later anyway right so if but if i wanted to be a tester or have a um delivery like does ease have what you guys have who's ease the no. delivery service ease can basically go somewhere um they could either have their own space mm -hmm. where they have product and they keep it there like an office space. It's on, 90, it's on 98, by the way. I'm not shooting them no plug. I'm not shooting them no plug. But what I'm okay. saying is stay away from my folk shit. Okay. But they basically can either have a place or they can go to a retail store and they can pick up from those places and they can take it to people, but people cannot come to them at all. So it's a slightly different license, but it serves oh, the same right. purpose. So will this shit ever become like Uber Eats? Like y'all have an order ready, somebody pick it up and... So, they have to pay for it when you arrive. There's no way for you to buy it online yet because you have to show identification in the moment that you're buying it. So, you can't. There's no way that you can Well, let me tell y'all something, Mr. Mr. Governors and whoever I need to talk to. I need to write it and write it. Hold on. Let me okay. say this, though. Because, say, like, what you just said, as far as you got to show your ID. Mm -hmm. They got shit you could show your ID and... But get Percocets. Is that what you was about yeah, to say? You scan the ID, the back of it, and everything right, come up. Right. You know what I mean? But see, that was already prescribed to you, right? When you go to get it. So let's just say here, I'm the person that this was supposed to be given to. Retail cannabis is not like that. You're you. random. You yeah. So I have to yeah. see you as a person, yeah, person. Right. and, and, and verify that you are actually the person that you say you are. Now, can you have that need to be made? Because maybe you could do it to face recognition with the ID. Yeah. Can you, can you tell me your mom's job again? She was a um, senior paralegal for a cannabis business law firm. So not someone that gets you off for you know going to jail for weed or anything, but that helps you set up your your uh, your, business, your business, helps you with litigation, helps endeavor? you with um, compliance. Yeah, yeah. So, so I want I just wanted people to hear that because I want our kids to know that there is other jobs in this shit besides Definitely. taking a risk and doing stupid shit. Like you can actually go to school. And even careers that's failing, if you do that same job for the cannabis business, right. you're going to thrive with the rest of the industry, right? And that's so, okay. you know, that's one of the things my little cousin, I told him, stop telling people what I do. You know, he's right, 18 right. and he told his little homeboy or whatever. They call me in the middle of the night. I'm panicking like, what's wrong? <laughs> my, my friend want to talk to you <laughs> about, about the weed week. business. I'm like, is he smoking it now? Once I'm in the morning, like, what's going on? And so, you know, I talked to him. Basically, he was talking about, you know, quitting this and quitting that and going out to Denver. And I said, you know, don't be foolish. You know, I'm telling him to stay in school. And he's arguing with me. And so right. I put it to him like this. I said, listen, I said, go to school for what you're going to school for. And then make sure that you apply that to this industry. Don't just quit for this industry. I said, what if the government says this can't happen anymore in two years? Then what you going to do? Right. And he was like, okay. I said, good night. That's why I tell everybody, don't don't shoot for this. Do something that has a lot of different avenues and apply it to Absolutely. this. Now, now, um, if you got something, get it in too, Corn, before they leave. But I want to ask y'all this before y'all leave. <clears throat> having the fanfare that y'all been having. Now, I done seen everybody from today, Matt Barnes, uh, 
uh, Montel Williams, who's a big. I like to shout him out too. He go hard yeah. for him. Matt yeah, Barnes Montel, do too. Montel, but uh, yeah. I seen Al Harrington. I mean, how was that? Like coming into that, not not on no shit. Like, oh, I'm just happy to see them, but to see them supporting a business like these people with notoriety, like that's you know basically putting. Uh, they reputation on the line for the business because they could be getting other endorsements but just keeping quiet about doing the same thing but they actually you know mm-hmm. speak on Champions it and come to y'all businesses without getting paid nah. they just supporting y'all mm-hmm. um, so how y'all feel about that I'm appreciative I, I love it I'm humbled by it you know what I mean and it's just they see what we see like you know, we see what we see as far as our vision, but then when you see people from the outside that come in and their eyes, you can see it that they're seeing dollar signs or whatever. They see the vision we see, so everybody is just happy to be a part of so it. So when you see it, when you have a Matt Barnes come visit, mm-hmm. what's his intentions? Put his product on our shelves. Okay. You feel me? He got product too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shout out! Shout out to so Matt Barnes. In, okay, so he's in different cannabis clubs throughout the city, or is he? How do they do that? Would they specialize in just yours? So they, it depends on who it is and what kind of, from what I'm seeing right now with the people I've been in contact with, it just depends on what brand they want to get behind. But from what we're getting, being that we're the first black owned, fully black owned and all of that, everybody's just everybody like, want to be a part of that. That's right. a story for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And where it's at. I think I seen y'all on Hip Hop Weekly or something. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. y'all been making all yeah. kind of publications and platforms and I don't mind saying their name because I like when they covering our people and I like what's going on. But um um Corn, you got anything else? Uh no, I missed the interview. Yeah. Before before Daddy and Sunday. Yeah. And hopefully he's gonna be able to eat off the cannabis business, man. We trying to like because one thing I wanna say, because I'm I'm so proud of y'all, right? Appreciate because it, one thing we have to learn how to do and no disrespect to no other races, but they, if, if somebody said, hey, the Jews run Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? They also got a lot of lawyers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They also got a lot of doctors. The Indians, have, hey, they come over here to be a doctor. I talked to Carl one time for Highline, and he just kept it real. He was like, man, I came to be a doctor. I seen all y'all buying this jury, and I said, fuck it. That's the same people who rules you're talking about. He so never, he, did, he, he kept, he kept it all the way a thousand. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, man, I seen what y'all was doing. Y'all buy a lot of fucking jewelry. Why not? You know what I'm saying? But so I like t- for us to even even if it's hip hop, like motherfuckers say, oh, yo, you want to be a rapper. And Why not? Because the day you start, it's your own business. How much you want to put into this shit is on you. Period. You know what I'm saying? You put your own shit out. This is the the, the uh, direct to consumer market we living in for whatever business. You know what I'm saying? You are a contracted person for whatever you want to do right now. But so I wanted to say that, that I'm proud of y'all. But. Anything that y'all want, anybody y'all want to shout out that really, really helped y'all through this shit, I, I'm sure y'all staff and all that, and, you know, anybody y'all want to just give a shout out to, man, because, um, you know what I'm saying, I plan on, I plan on no matter what I do, trying to run this interview over and over and over again, because outside of people being rappers or celebrities or saying what they did, somebody getting into this business and doing this, that shit important man, to me. Important. You know what I'm saying? It's taking people out of prison. It's, t- it's cleaning up people records you know what I'm saying right. it's, it's this man can be you he ended up, he could have you could have been you could have still been grinding yeah you could have still been in the pa- you could have been in the paper yeah, in another yeah. kind of way sure you know what I'm saying so anybody y'all want to shout out that Tesla. helped on the or at Tesla uh-huh. I mean no disrespect to Elon Musk but hey right. well, <laughs> gotta go gotta go for me of course thank Yahweh you know I'm deep deep belief in my heavenly father appreciate him for all he does for me I thank my partner, 
course, right here. Shit. My wife, Desley, and just my team. You know what I mean? My kids. Just the people that's around me that know what's going on and really, really know what's going on and know we not just sitting on our ass. We really up here working every day trying to make this thing be what we know we need it to be. Yeah. I just think everybody that's involved with that, our staff, I tell them every time I see them, I appreciate y'all. That's Man. why I, I always, I appreciate y'all. They be like, oh gosh, boss, I appreciate y'all. That's So that's just everybody, our staff, our team, this young lady right here. Boss time. And shit, that is, that's, that's it. What about you, Bri? Man, I, I, you know, I, Definitely want to say I appreciate my mother, man, for even just having the balls to bring this to me and be like, yo, you want to try this? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out my dudes. Definitely. My dudes was on me. I ain't gonna lie. No, nah, no, nah, she was that damn right. That's right. That's she right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, but I definitely want to thank her. Our staff is incredible. You know, shout out Grizzly Pete. They're growing some incredible stuff for us. Our stuff is fire. Shout out Grizzly Pete. And that's not no shameless plug. Shout out Grizzly Pete. Grizzly Pete. They got us in here for getting shit and all kind of shit. Facts. Definitely. And just, you know, the staff, man, they're an incredible team. They've created opportunities for themselves based on. They're married, their customer service, their knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Like, people have invited them to concerts and to speak at events. Montel Williams invited one of the young uh, men that works for us to speak at events with him because he was okay. so impressed with his knowledge, you know? So, our staff is an incredible group of people. They're all sweethearts, um, silly as hell, a little weird, dope as fuck, you know? And, and we're grateful for them because they definitely are helping us build this place. I gotta say this, and this was dope to me. Our top two in sales, as far as our bud tenders, are two people who've never worked in cannabis clubs before ever in their life. Wow. That's, That's a testament to the type of shit this young lady know and that they would implement. During the, the process team. of that interviewing right. and shit. Dude, like. And the effort that they And what are the, the, the people to... walked in that day for the interview? No resume, no nothing. Wow. Damn, just walked in like yeah. they just picked up and just Come wrote on, knowledgeable man. about that, their now, power that, That's why people. more people like us need to be empowered to be employing people because we not being judged on shit like that. Like yeah. you didn't come with no resume, now nah, show me what you got. You oh. know what I'm saying? Speak but see, on. no, to, to be real, we work kind of like, well, yeah. no, why you have a resume? Because we posted on everything, have a resume. The first thing you got to do to get a job is follow the instructions. Yeah, right, right. So I asked them, everybody else we asked, why don't you have a resume? They were like, oh, you know, dog, 80 type shit, you know? Right. So we asked him, he was like, I just saw the post on Instagram. I, I pulled over. I came over here. But that's that like, new well, shit, shit, though. Okay, yeah. That's exactly. that new shit, though. It made sense. Like, for real? Well, it I did my sense. job by putting it on Instagram. Yep. Now, I know uh, I know y'all got to run, but um, I want y'all to shout out uh, all the social medias that y'all have, because like, like that, what yeah. we're talking about right now. That's very important. Right. I want everybody to get on that. Man. Okay, so Blunts and More, of course, is Blunts and More, spelled out. B-L-U-N-T-S-A-N-D-M-O-O-R-E, two O's. Yes, last name shit. And um, I'm Blunts and More underscore Bree, B-R-I. I'm a Tucky Blunt, T-U-C-K-Y, B-L-U-N-T, eight O. The year I was born in the block I'm from. Hey. Um, we got <laughs> bluntsandmore.com. You know it. I'm a straight <laughs> eight on Holly all day. Holly boys. <laughs> um, we got the bluntsandmore.com. Uh, you can go on there, see all our specials, deals of the day, all that good stuff, our bios. Uh, we're on Twitter, at bluntsandmore. 
Facebook is, uh, I think it's Blunts Plus More. But if you type in BLU, it'll pop up. We're on Google. We Tell me the phone Leafly. number, bro. Oh, the phone number. The best phone number in the business. 510-FIRE-420. 510-347-3420. Fire 420. Fire 420. That's what you're pulling up the and, gear. And, 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 right. and, 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 are you, you definitely should, should come. Should okay, okay. Definitely. I'm, I'm at Blunts and More then. Yeah. Okay, and then. Pass up Hippie Hill and Blunts and Oh, it'll be worth yeah. Trust me. That's what's up. The no, lineup is, is going to be know, real, yeah. real yeah. nice. So it's a back. new year, new you. You know what I'm saying? It's a new time, man. Right. This shit, East Oakland. Why spend all that money in Frisco? Go spend it in Oakland. Man. Yeah, we and need it, that. And it'd be hella hard. It'd be hella hard, hard to get, get there, around. get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that shit a lot. Parking. So, we, so, got, we got parking. <laughs> corn, corn. Shout out to uh, at Corn the Barber. Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. Hit me up. Please. Instagram, Hag Universe, man. I don't even give out my face. I'm Lord Rab everything. And by the way, for all you young folks, stay like that. It's the very, very best thing to do. Don't change your shit because you're having relationship problems. All right, but I'm Lord Rab. That's Cleet. That's OG Cleet. That's Corner Bar. That's Bree. That's Tucky. That's Bunch of More. We out this motherfucker. Peace. Thank you.